I should have asked you to send the questions. Then I could have been probably better prepared than I was. I mean, I like I like the idea that we're just kind of like chatting. We're, you know, it's not like a formal where you're giving me statistics on your film. It's just, just stats. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a casual chat. My name is Ekwam Sangi. I'm a Tanzanian American filmmaker, and you're listening to African Cinema Now. The 24th New York African Film Festival opened on May 3rd, 2017, and the opening night film was Vaya, a South African story directed by Akin Omotosho. Um, you know, it's been a pretty uh, um, uh, amazing, um, a pretty amazing ride because when you think about it, we started working on the film about eight years. I mean, you know, before we shot it, it was an eight-year process, um, a process that sort of started very organically. So I guess when I think back to sort of the early days of like just visiting, because it came out of something called the Homeless Writers Project that was run by my two co-producers and co-writers, Robbie Thorpe, Harriet Perlman. Um, and what started as a place where people from the streets came to sort of share stories developed into this into this project that then became the story of the lives of these four gentlemen who also co-wrote the script. The story is about three strangers on a train traveling from the coastal province of KwaZulu-Natal to Johannesburg, bound by interlocking destinies. While each character is appointed with their own task to complete, their separate quests intertwine in a series of gripping narratives. Nkulu is charged with retrieving his father's remains from the capital for burial, but is unaware that a whole other set of relatives have their own plans. Zanele, chaperoning a young girl en route to reuniting with her singer mother, is given an exciting offer to appear on a television show that may be more than what meets the eye. And Sasa, excited by the prospect of getting rich quick, gets caught up in criminal activity. As they struggle for survival, they attempt to hold steadfastly to their integrity and dignity in a city in which they hope to find protection and solace. When I think back to like even now talking to you or being in New York showing the film there, when I remember those early days where it was like they met once a week, not knowing what this was going to become, and then to come this far with everything that has happened to the film, it's just... Um, yeah, it's just uh, it's, it's a really, really, really fulfilling process. <laughs> and tell me again, how close were they able to keep to the to the real story? Well, there were many stories. So what? So the thing is, a lot of a lot of the stories in the film, all the stories in the film are true. The only thing that's fiction is is the is the conceit of the interlocking. You know, in in terms of the the stories didn't happen all at the same time like they do in the film. They happen over different times. So the the fiction part is the is the is the three stories interlocking, but the stories themselves are true. And what was it like for you to be directing a film based on real life characters that you'd met? With them, one of the things they were very clear about was that um, we shouldn't sugarcoat the story. Like, they really wanted people to get a sense of what it was like for them when they first came to Johannesburg. Uh, you know, I was in the in the writing workshops, just sitting with them, going through, you know, line by line, scene by scene. Like, okay, then location, take me to where this took place, or where do you see this taking place? 
casting some of them in the film in actually some of the roles. So they were very much part and parcel of, in terms of, to, 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 to answer your question, it was always, I wanted them to, you know, I wanted their input and then obviously sort of take that and then with the other part with the other members of the film crew which is the production designer the cinematographer the you know uh, the gaffer everybody else and the actors then now start to wield the vision in the u.s one often talks about cultural differences between say boston and new york how early or late the stores close people's attitudes towards non-americans or towards americans from the city but I don't often think of those discomforts as being life-threatening. They're just discomforts, adjustments. Aside from Vaya, there were several gorgeous films in the festival that looked at the challenges of immigration, even when it's within one's own country. The movement of people from one place that they know and recognize to somewhere foreign. I wanted to know what Akin thought about that, given that he himself was an immigrant to South Africa. Well, there are two sides. There's a couple of sides to the story. So my, you know, my late mom is from the West Indies, and um, you know, my dad is Nigerian. So, so, so even that sort of like coming from, you know, my my mom lived, you know, in Nigeria for a while. So she, you know, this idea of even while you're at home, so you go from Nigeria to the West Indies, and you you see, you know, an aspect of your heritage. So from a very early age. It, you know, the idea of movement and how it affected, you know, our family was very clear. Like, you know, your your grandparents, my grandparents, who've also passed on now, but, you know, they lived in London. So they were part of the West Indian community in London. So when you went to London, you were in this West Indian community. Then there was the Nigerian community. Then you go back to Nigeria or you go back to Barbados or whatever. So, you know, so I think coming to South Africa, um, you know, when I, I came when I was 17. Uh, so, and that time is also a very tricky time, just in terms of uh, youth and, and so on. But not as traumatic, uh, definitely a different set of circumstances, but you're still coming, right. you're still coming somewhere else. Um, right. and trying and getting used to a place and trying to understand how how it goes and what you know what goes on there. So, I think in a way, yeah, I can definitely empathize empath, empathize with with the characters and and um, and that sort of narrative of of being, you know. But I don't, you know, what I mean, like I, I, you know, you, you know, it's it's a question of everybody moves for opportunity, you know. So so. In my case, my father got a job here, and he moved the family. You know, so that was it. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. You know. You know. He. 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 Um. So that was it. He. You know. He, we came home from boarding school one day, and and my my late mom said, "Look, your dad has got this job at the University of the Western Cape. We're moving to Cape Town." So they. You know. <laughs> okay. Cool. We're moving. <laughs> we're moving to Cape Town. All right. So, um. And you know, I came to this country. We came here. I always tell people the story. We came here two weeks before the last only whites before the last uh, whites only referendum, which is when the government at the, of the time were trying to embark on the changes that we would ultimately become the, the 1994 elections and the birth of democracy. So we arrived here in 1992, two weeks before that referendum, which was a yes or no. So the government said, "Do you want change or do you not want change?" Right? Yes or no. So, so in a way. We landed in the in the sort of in the sort of at the at the crucible of where change was happening in this country. So it's in, that in itself has been a has been a 
very, very um, illuminating journey with the country. So it turns out Akin and I have some similarities in our backgrounds in that we're both African filmmakers who grew up and became filmmakers in countries outside of our birth countries. And so I asked him that common question that all African filmmakers encounter at some point. What is your filmmaker identity? Well, I think that, I think it's, you know, people, people always feel the need to, they got to find a label to what they want to call you. Um, I've, I've, I, you're, you're the sum total of your experiences, right? So you, I've never felt, I've just never felt, I felt that obviously the continent, so let's start there. And then, you know, West Indian heritage, what does that mean? Um, but I've never, I've always just wanted to tell the stories and, and trying to tell the stories that make sense. So, I mean, majority you know. of majority of the work is here because this is where I live. But I don't feel constrained by anything, uh, to be honest. I don't go, you know, you know, like people say, ah, you're going, you're going home or you're doing this. I'm like, yo, I'm just, you know, <laughs> I'm going to the next place or whatever. I'm going, I don't get, I don't get too obsessed with it. I, 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 and and uh, so, um, I just look at the stories. So obviously, so I'm just saying, you know, I'm, I'm a product of everything. So I'm a product of having spent time in Nigeria. I'm a product of having spent time in a lot of time in South Africa. South Africa is where I became a filmmaker. You know, I don't know if I lived, if I lived in, if I lived in Barbados, if I grew up in Barbados, I don't know if I would have become a filmmaker. If I grew up in Nigeria, I don't know if I would have become a filmmaker. This country is where I became a filmmaker. So, 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 you know, I don't know if I'm answering your question, but I'm just saying it's about the stories and I don't feel confined by any, I feel like if if the story works and if there's an opportunity to tell it and the people to tell it and you can fund it, that's, that's what I want to be part of. So, okay. So as a director who does some of their own casting, at least, um, what is it that, what's your process there? Cause I know a lot of, there's several directors who don't, who don't touch casting at all or don't feel very confident with that or whatever the case is um and i certainly get that question a lot like how do you find the right person what what's the akin process as far as casting is concerned it's it's, uh, pretty much i mean you know i think working with the casting director is always good and then also just a team you know at 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 the company um which i co-own with robbie thorpe um and retabile motobi produced the film um uh, Harriet Perman, who we work with a lot, you know, just it's a it's a real. I'm I'm a big believer in the in the collaboration, and then also just you always try to, as much as I'm sure you do the same thing, or maybe you don't. Is that you're always aw- trying to be aware of what's out there, who's doing what, watching the films, seeing who is interesting. You know, people sometimes people recommend people to you like, hey, you know, uh, you should see this person, or I go, you know, I go watch plays, and I, you know, you see something like, wow, that she's interesting or, or like well he's you know what i mean maybe if we find something so it's a constant uh casting process all the time of of trying to find interesting people in the space to who have potential to be on the screen but uh working with the casting directors is is, is key because they also and in this case we work with munin who's worked on big films like totsi and um you know last year she was you know, she was inducted into the Academy Award. I mean, she's just legendary uh, casting director. So working with her, she also comes with ideas. And, and some of her ideas on VIA were very instrumental. You know, the first bit of casting was we didn't send out a script. So we told her, we, 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 
we sort of had this casting call where we said, okay, this is the, you know, we're looking for this age range. and that. So people would come in and I would just give them the scenario. So I would say you're on your way to, you're on your way to Johannesburg. Your cousin has promised you a job. Um, you know, what's that like? You're on the train. You're telling someone you're going to Johannesburg. What's that like? And then, you know, they would do that. They went to the finish. That's okay. So you get to Johannesburg and blah, blah. So it was a real improv. And that was her idea. So what it was to see was whether how people how people were thinking on their feet or what the imagination would conjure up. Then when we did the second round of the people we selected, then we gave them the actual script and then it became, so it was like a, you know, like a, like I said, it was a real sort of rigorous process of trying to make sure you got people that had the very essence of what you were looking for. What I love about directing is the collaborative process of it to try to create this thing. Ultimately, yes, one has certain ideas and certain visual concepts that you, that you have to put, you know, because, you know, um, you carry the title director, but actually I'm, I'm really interested in the team, that sort of teamwork. And is that something, trusting your feeling, trusting your instinct, is that something that you have had to learn to do or is that something that's just kind of always come naturally to you? No, I've, I've had to learn to do it because, uh, you know, on the journey I've been making, I've been in the business 20 years. Okay. So, so yeah. you, you, you crash and burn you get up again, you know, all that stuff. So it has been a process of trying to, you know, if you talk about casting, just trying to understand it better, trying to get a proper process method, you know, in the beginning when you're starting out, you know, it's just, you know, you're using, you know what I mean? Like you, I'm just saying like it has been a journey of learning to trust yeah. and still, still having some doubts, but that you got to learn to trust and, and have the feeling, you know, try and, try and trust your instinct and cultivate that instinct. So you got to cultivate that muscle that allows you to trust that, that you're the first audience. So if I don't like, if I'm, you know, and I've heard other directors say, like, if I'm not laughing, then how do I expect everyone else to laugh? If I'm not crying, how do I expect everyone else to cry? If I'm not moved in some way, then how do I expect everyone else to be moved? So that, that, process has been an ongoing continues to be an ongoing struggle Via premiered in 2016 at the Toronto International Film Festival was an official selection at the Berlin International Film Festival and was recently nominated for 12 African Movie Academy Award nominations including Best African Language Film Best Director and Best Film We'd love to take those stories Further, you know, do a television series. So the, the book on their lives will be coming out later on this year. Um, and, you know, they, they, they themselves continue to do interesting things outside of writing. And so it's, it's uh, yeah, it's really, and, and I think for them, you know, when I look at all the, <laughs> when I look at them, it's, 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 uh, it's it, it took, all of them will tell you, it took long. But, but now there's a real appreciation of the fact that you, know, you feel it more, like even their nominations for, you know, they won all the writers. I mean, I mean, all, you know, the screen, we won Best Screenplay at the Africa Magic Viewer Choice Awards a few months ago. So right. to be nominated again in, in the AMAs, the African, African Movie Academy Awards, you know what I mean? Like it's all, you know, hard work, you know, uh, sort of pays off. So I've, I've just finished two projects and I'm about to go into another project. So... Uh, I just finished a documentary 
or finishing a documentary, something called The Color of Wine, which is which looks at South African history, but from the point of view of wine. Um, and it follows the, the lives of four uh black winemakers and sort of their journey and the country's journey, but all told from the point of view of wine. <laughs> uh, so called The Color of Wine. So we just, we just finishing that up, finishing that up now. And then I did a sort of tone poem, something called a hotel called memory. That's the piece I was saying to you. It's shot in Lagos, Zanzibar and um, Cape Town. It's called a hotel called memory. Yeah. Um, we're locking, we're locking that up as well. And in a few months time, I'll be directing a TV series, something called Hope, which is set in Johannesburg. Um, again, uh, developed by my company, and and you know, so so yeah, so so that's that's what's happening. Fantastic! That sounds like a lot. <laughs> it is. How do you maintain stamina to be able to do all of that? I um, I sleep a lot. <laughs> I take my rest. You know, naps. <laughs> I'm, I'm a bit. I'm a believer. You know, the thing is, it's it's uh, it's. I it just I love I love the act of I love the art and the act of making films. And I'm just fortunate to that you know that haven't found a space where I can continue exploring and telling the story. So I I get quite excited by it all. I don't I don't look at it as overwhelming. I look at it as this is the job, right? We're telling right. stories, and each each story has its place and you know has its time some stories take eight years to make some stories take 10 years to make others two years you know what i mean so i'm full in i'm in fantastic well congratulations i'm so so pleased that we we're able to share and i look forward to hearing more um down the trails about your work and good luck to you in whatever project you're working on now the film Via is hot on the festival trail and is set to release in South Africa in October of 2017. You can find out more about the film and where you can watch it by following them on their Facebook page, Via the Film. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of African Cinema Now. Make sure to send me your comments and your questions. I would love to hear from you. My email address is equa at africancinemanow.com. I'll make sure to leave that in the notes. Also, while you're there, make sure to sign up for our newsletter so that you don't miss out on any of the episodes on any of the fantastic filmmakers that we have coming up in the rest of our season. We don't want you to miss out. Not only will we be interviewing some of the brightest creative minds from the continent and the diaspora, but we'll also have tips on upcoming films, where they're going to be showing, where you can find them, special treats and tidbits from all of the artwork coming out. So stay tuned, plug in, don't miss it. Stay with us. African cinema is now. You can find us on SoundCloud, on our website, and all of our social media outlets. Make sure to leave us some reviews, give us five stars, give us a review. Get engaged. We want to hear what you have to say. 